This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I could drive it if it wasn't. Come for, bud. Come for. Damn, man. All right, we'll pay when it's open, DJ. Excuse my language. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Junior. Just got home from Texas. Uh, I am getting in a dually with an Airstream on the back of it, and I'm going to go down the road for a couple days. And me and Amy are going to camp and try to have some fun. Yo. Anyways, pretty crazy, uneventful eventful race, and uh, had a lot of things going on there at the end. I really didn't get to see how all that went, but uh, read a lot about it on Twitter. Heard a lot of other people talking about it. We um, we had a pretty uh, good car, I thought, at the final practice, and I was pretty excited for the race. When the race started, it wasn't wasn't that great. It was okay, um, but it wasn't wasn't a winning car at the start of the race. We worked on it and worked on it and worked on it, and I think by the end of the race, we actually had improved the car a whole lot. Obviously, there's some guys that got in trouble in front of us give us a, a, a bunch of spots but we also passed a lot of people on those all those last several restarts the car definitely had a good balance at the end had a good speed i think we should have finished in the top five came close there at the end and get it done but a lot of great pit stops and some good good adjustments on the car so it felt good to run well I wish we'd have run better throughout most of the race and been able to get some track position and maybe have a shot at it at the end, but uh, we were kind of clawing from the, from, the, from the high teens there at one point. I think we were 18th or something even with 40 laps to go. So, you know, it's a fun racetrack, and we use the top groove a lot. I really enjoy racing up there and uh, can get a lot out of a car, I think, from the, them from that line. Regardless of how it's driving on the bottom groove, we seem to always be able to find some speed up top and help ourselves out. Going to Phoenix, we tested out there. A lot of teams did. We've actually ran pretty well there the last several trips we've been. Uh, it's a track position kind of kind of track. You don't you don't wear the tires that much. The tires the tire for that particular track is is very aggressive as far as how hard it is. It's probably way too hard, but we'll let Goodyear sort that out. Soften it up over some time once they get some more tire testing there. But uh, really, I think that um, it's a track position racetrack. You're not going to change tires all day long a lot. You might take two tires quite often. If you can get out in front of people, uh, you make it quite difficult for them to get around you. It's not a track that's only, it's only got one groove, to be quite honest with you. That thing on the back straightaway, that's just a big old roller coaster ride. It ain't much. <laughs> they changed the racetrack a couple years ago. Did some good things and did some not so good things to it, but... Either way, uh, we're going to go there and run like hell and uh, be fun to win out there. We've won a, I've won a couple races, I think three races there, two or three. be fun to go win another one. we got, uh, we got a good shot there, I think, and definitely feel confident about Homestead. It's going to be some fast cars at Homestead, but I feel like that we, we run good there last year and we had a great test. So looking forward to that, too. Two races left. Can't believe it. Season's about over with. But... Uh, you guys enjoy the download. I'm going uh, to be looking forward to hearing this reaction theater. It'll be pretty funny. Hope you all uh, don't hold, no ba- hold nothing back. Talk to you later. What would they have to call in about? I don't something, know. It's something happened? Slow day, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it went green first half of the race. I mean, Does I, something happen that somebody would call? Do we get reaction oh, theater calls, Amanda? 
There was. There was a Goodyear tire sale oh. uh, during the middle of the race. Did Datto run out on the track in the bus? Or what? Anything, something happened. Do we get any reaction theater calls? Just a few. Okay. Just a few. All right. Did you get mine? <laughs> <laughs> With Amanda Troutman, TJ Majors, and Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. You can go to spyoptic.com right now and check out the complete line of Dale Jr. Signature 88 sunglasses. And thanks to our partner, Spy, you can enter discount code Dirty Mo Radio. Dirty Mo Radio. Oh, word. At well, checkout. you got to wait for the Dirty Mo Radio. You can, that's all one <laughs> I word. I didn't know you were going to echo it. At checkout and receive 20% off <laughs> of your purchase. TJ just joined the party, I guess. Joined the party. Uh, well, uh, all one word. <laughs> all one word. There was uh, quite a party, um, I guess, if you want to call it that, after the race that we certainly will discuss. And I know that people in Reaction Theater would like to discuss in just a moment. Uh, before we do that, Let's talk about this uh, race for the 88. That's a hard-fought sixth right wow, there. Yeah. 16th yeah. from 16th to 6th, I believe, in the last uh, 10 to 20 laps. And yeah. if uh, Mr. Uh, McMurray, uh, one of Junior's buddies, wouldn't have blocked him all the way to Dado's bus yeah. in the infield. Got right. clock-blocked. Uh, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> be careful. Uh, it might have been uh, fourth or fifth there, and, and yeah. you might have seen Dale Jr.'s tweet about it, and everything's good now. But uh, yeah. Still, uh, you guys should be pretty hard, uh, proud of what happened yesterday. Yeah, you know, it was a really hard-fought race, a really hard-fought race. I mean, you had to fight for a couple positions to run really, really hard. And, uh, you know, I thought Junior did a great job of, you know, riding down at the bottom for a while, and then we would be able to move up. And he's he's one of the good ones in the top, man. He's gifted with the ability to be able to go up there and find that speed in the long run and, and make stuff happen later in a run. So, you know, he did a really good job of doing that. And, and Stevie kept trying to get the car better all night and was able to, you know, there at the end, man, we, we were fast. Like, we were only, we only another green-white checker away from, you know, Maybe getting winning. up there and winning, yeah. yeah. So well, I thought it was a, a good race, man. You know, we work as a we work as a team, you know, our pit crew is really good, man. So, you know, they're – They've done a lot for us, so you know they're we uh, were able to come out of there good still. Picking up spots um, every time, Mike. By the way, if you want to do a an instant replay of Junior when he does um, his message to everybody, it's yeah, yeah, that's in right that, in that room that echoes. Yeah. Right, too bad we're gonna hear a clock dong in, in the background there. Yeah. That'd he be does pretty cool. He he can't always tell you what time it is now with that clock in the background, but he does like to scratch that beard <laughs> as, uh, while he's talking and while he's talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, going camping, huh? Yeah. Next few days. Well, Dude, Taylor, he just <laughs> yeah, he just yeah, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> y'all enjoyed the download. Yeah, he just sent the funniest, uh, or he Facetimed me just a little while ago. Well, he can't be camping that good then if no. he can Facetime. Dude, he. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. That is he, a good point. <laughs> he Facetimed me, and when the screen popped up, all you saw was trees and sky in the background, and I just started busting out laughing. That's the wallpaper in the and airstream. He says, <laughs> he says, what are you laughing about? I'm like, this whole picture, this nature thing that you've got going on is just, it's so funny. He's sitting there right by How his is camper. he FaceTiming in the in, in camping? Is he camping in New York? Where is he? How, how do you FaceTime when you camp? I don't know. Man. I guess he got service. <laughs> he went down the hill on his land. They put some trees <laughs> yeah. around. He's in the woods on yeah. his land. Yeah. <laughs> he probably brought the tower with him. I went from Mo- all the way from Mooresville to Kannapolis. Don't yeah. get me wrong. The, I mean, the inside of the Airstream is nicer than a lot of our homes, too. So he's got wireless in there, I guess. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Xbox. Wireless. Still, it was, a, it, was a, it, was a great, it was a great finish, though, and uh, – Mike, uh, you may, I'm glad you made that clear on Twitter. It's like, listen, I know we got a lot to talk about, <laughs> but uh, 
awful proud of the 88 team yes, well, on Sunday. During that race, it, it was so weird because from run to run, you, you were pretty much, after they had to change tires, and you changed tires a lot yeah. uh, because of the tire wear, you just didn't know how the set of tires was going to uh, react. And so there were a couple runs where he was just had these really bad vibrations. At one point, I think it was the uh, audio piece that we played at the beginning of the show here. Uh, yes. He got so frustrated that he started screaming and hollering and cussing and stuff. And then he's like, okay, that was a bit much. Uh, but, you know, honestly, you just didn't know what you were going to have anytime you put a new set of tires on. So you had that. You had um, – you know, the weekend, I think he alluded to it on his uh, his audio piece there that the Saturday morning practice, they weren't happy at all. Happy hour, they, you know, decided they got – or they, they figured they got it kind of back in the ballpark. Uh, it wasn't something they thought that they could, like, absolutely go out there and smoke them with, which just chassis is done this year, especially, that you know, had them covered at Kansas and then it won both Poconos. But this one had, required a lot more work. But yeah. um, through it all, and this is what my point of the tweet was, is through it all – they come out with six, even an uncharacteristically bad pit stop, which is what got them back into the mid-teens. Yeah. I mean, they were peeling off fast pit stops all day. Yeah, we, gained, we gained almost every time. Right, we were Our gaining every awesome. time. And then all of a sudden he goes in eighth, and this is with about 40 or 50 to go, and he comes out 16th. And I don't think TV covered that, you know, or even documented why that was. Yeah. But it was just uh, they no, got it, hung you're up. right. It didn't. Yeah. They got hung up on that pit stop, and he lost a lot of positions. And I asked Stevie about that afterwards, and I said, you know, what was the deal on that? And he goes, I'll tell you what the deal was. This is simply why you have these accidents like this, because if you settle for just kind of a solid but safe pit stop, you will get passed by four cars. Everybody is balls to the wall yeah. on these pit stops, and it's so much more risky. That's how I spot too, balls yeah. to the wall. Yeah, okay. But you know they're on the you know the edge every pit stop, and yeah. they're trying to get everything they can get, and so there is no such thing as a safe pit stop because if there is, you're going to lose four spots just by you know doing a, a you know a regular old pit stop. But um, you know, they come out six. They could have been fifth. You know McMurray put him down in Fort Worth there on the last lap, and uh, McMurray put him in the line at hard eight. Yeah, in the pretty much. There. Yeah. yeah, drove yeah. him right down there. Yeah, but there's no doubt about that. that I was, mean, I don't blame Jamie, though. I mean, he's just trying to protect, trying to protect what protect he had. Yeah. yeah, man, this last lap. And, and, and like uh, Junior said on Twitter, it's it's all good now. Uh, I think it, it was actually this race a year ago. Um, somebody that works for PRN uh, said to Junior and Jimmy in, in front of me, they said, now, Taylor's, a, you know, I know he's, he's all with you, supportive of you of Junior, but you know he's a Jimmy fan, too. And Junior said, "That's fine. I'm a Jimmy Johnson fan, also. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I am. I'm a. I really am. I've always been a fan of both of these teams. Uh, Junior's. I've, if the '88 can't win, I want the '48 to win. That's the way I am personally. So uh, it's pretty cool that both of these guys unfortunately get eliminated in Talladega, and they go out and win the next two races. Right. Yeah. How cool is that? No, That's pretty. Cool. Same shop wins the next two yeah, races. Yeah. Now, Jimmy." If you knew Jimmy John, if you don't know Jimmy and you don't like him, maybe you should know him. I mean, if Jimmy I couldn't say it any better yeah, than that. Man, even all these guys, majority of them, you might not like them, but if you spent 15 minutes with a lot of these guys in person, you'd probably like them. But Jimmy's a really good guy, man. They And those guys, a lot of our guys, we all work on the same cars. You know, they work. It's intertwined in there, too. So, um, you know, anytime we can't win, of course, we want Jimmy to win or, you know, obviously a Hendrick car. I think there's a lot of people out there that love the sport of NASCAR that don't want to believe, TJ, that they would like Brad Keselowski if they got to know him. Yeah. You know him as I well as him. anybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, y'all were there. Texas Motor Speedway after the race. What'd y'all think? On you guys' point real quick, you're talking about Jimmy Johnson and Brad Keselowski. Yeah. 
I oh. think I really realized how much people don't like Brad when when Jimmy made the winning pass, the crowd roared. Yeah. yeah. And I've never seen that. Jimmy Johnson doesn't get crowd cheers when he makes yeah. a pass for the win. Unless he's not eligible to win the championship. Then I guess he gets I think it's, It wouldn't happen in an exhibition <laughs> right. race. Right. One, one thing I can say, though. But is all of a sudden, he was a crowd favorite. Because they don't want to Because he passed the two. Yeah. yeah, part of it, I think, I think in the end of the race, I think um, – I think if you see a late race pass like that, I don't. No matter who it is, I mean some some more than others, but you're, I think you're going to hear some more from the crowd just because the people are racing. It's oh, not so one. It had nothing to do. With no, no, Brad I'm not saying it. I've said it, it. You're still going to hear cheers, but I definitely think there was more because I heard it over my. I heard I'm it over telling the cars. you, it, you would have thought Junior was making a late. They, it, yeah. they were for that pass. Yeah, and I'm like, wow. Now I really it just kind of set in stone. How much they do not want Brad to win. Jeff, Jeff Gordon certainly was uh, very happy that Jimmy won if he wasn't going to oh, win. Yeah. Gordon had the win. I mean, there's, let, let's be honest. If one of those uh, last cautions doesn't come out, there's no way Jimmy gets to him. Jimmy no. was blocking for like The Jeff. whole last 50 laps was like three laps caution. Yeah. Three laps caution. Yeah. Like it it seemed to take yeah. forever. But uh, Jimmy was blocking for Jeff you know, uh, to, to win the race there. But uh, but I, I'm fascinated to get you, you guys your perspective. Uh, many of you you guys have known Brad for a long time. Um, I see a, a big poster here inside uh, Junior Motorsports with Brad Keselowski um, winning races for Junior Motorsports uh, years ago. Of course, he won a championship at the nationwide level as well. What do you make of all this? I mean, it, Ricky Craven said something yesterday on Sports Center right after or Sunday on Sports Center right after. Um, they went to uh, the the after the race coverage is over, and he said, "I'm 48 years old. I have never seen the level of disdain towards one driver than I'm seeing with this, and that's pretty strong. I mean, you think about the disdain towards Gordon for a while, the disdain towards Earnhardt for a long time, uh, Kyle Busch. Uh, we could go on and on. Do you feel that's accurate? I absolutely do. Why? Yeah. I don't know why. I, 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 well, that's yeah. what I want to find out today. Why? I, I, I made the comment to Dale, uh, and maybe even you were in on that. It's like, you know, the NASCAR Sprint Cup garage could be very divisive on many issues, but the one thing that seems to be almost a universal opinion is they don't want Brad to succeed. He just happens to be so stupid good at what he does. He is one of the best drivers, you know, that yeah. I think we're going to end up seeing, you know, in this uh, generation of race car drivers. I think that's why it's so universal because, man, he rode around like 12th or 13th like all night. Then all of a sudden, one pit call and he's leading the race and he's holding them off. And then it works out towards the end where now he's got tires and the guys in front of him don't. I think it's an attitude that Brad has, which I like. I got to yeah. be honest. I think it's an attitude that he's got that pe that other drivers have a problem with because there's yeah. a real difference I mean, I'm in not attitude. He doesn't have like he has an attitude that definitely isn't isn't like you know hey I'm not like you I'm gonna drive through you. He's like hey I'm gonna do whatever it takes whatever it takes to win this race. I mean he's not gonna go up there and and straight up wreck somebody to do it like but he's gonna be very aggressive and if you leave an inch he's gonna take it. You know he's not gonna he's not just gonna go and turn somebody to win a race but he's gonna do. He's good enough to go down there and get a guy loose or get a fender there or do what he has to do to get that guy up out of the way a little bit, you know. And I mean, I, that's his way of driving. A lot of them don't do that. Some of them do, but Mike, I, I'm curious to get your perspective because you've been around this guy for a long time. You know him very well. You've been in the sport for a long time. You've seen a lot of people that have had personalities. I don't care what you think. I'm gonna do what it takes to win. But there's something about Kislowski that, as Craven said, and you agree with it. The level of disdain is at an all-time high. I think it beats anything Kyle Busch ever brought to the table even because, you know, 
there's something about Brad that just uh, really just rubs people the wrong way. I don't know if it's because he hasn't paid his dues, or, and I think he has, by the way. I think he has. He's won a championship. The man has paid his dues. But there, maybe there's a, some of the older drivers that feel like there's a lack of respect, or they interpret what he says as a lack of respect when he's like, I'm willing to do anything for a win. And they're like, well, that's not how, I'm supposed to, how you're supposed to race me. Jeff Gordon, we felt like that Jeff Gordon thought that about Dale Jr. How many times? You know, when uh, Dale Jr. Yeah. feels like that, uh, I'm sorry, that Jeff Gordon feels like Dale Jr. should cut him a break here. How many times at Talladega ah, has that happened? So it's like Brad just rubs people the wrong way. And to a point you made about this poster, here's something that people don't know. You're looking at Brad Kozlowski on the poster in the shop. There's and a bunch of them over there, by the way. A lot of those guys on that team, on those teams in there that were here at Junior Motorsports were part of that fight on Sunday. Yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, the guy that pulled Brad down by the neck was on Brad's team here at Junior Motorsports. And a lot of the guys that were in that whole mix were on Brad's team here at Junior Motorsports. They're on Jeff's team now. And so they were in there fighting Brad. And the, these guys were very successful with each other here at Junior Motorsports. It's just a lot of emotions, you know. You you've made reference on this podcast to people that you don't care for that are drivers out there. You don't have that feeling towards Brad Keselowski, though. I, you want to know what I think about that? No, you're right. I don't. No, I, I I actually respect Brad. You know what I love about Brad? To be honest with you, Brad can get in these dust ups, and I say to myself, "All right, now's the fun part where he out uh, smarts yeah. them in his interviews because he's going to bring a level of intelligence to it that I don't really see." A lot of other drivers bring because he's actually thought this out. Where most people, maybe even Jeff included after this race, where he's, you know, calling him yeah. a, a dip blank and you know, yeah. all this stuff. That's what you would expect from people that are mad and kind of not thinking through it. Whereas Brad is like. <laughs> Wipes his lip off and then says some. It says something letter. that actually <laughs> makes a lot of sense and is intelligent. And I give him credit for he that. He did. He took a couple of deep breaths. He wiped his lip off. And he did try to make yeah. sense of it all. Brad um, never loses his composure in those moments. Have you noticed we, that? I mean, uh, Carl Edwards in Atlanta or uh, getting thrown in the fence and or whatever. No, you're, you're right. I mean, he's been in this situation. Kenseth. Loses his cool with him, and they're fighting in Charlotte a few weeks ago. Uh, and he always tries to keep an even an even head about himself after the race, at least. You know, I don't know this guy nearly as well as you you guys do. I can tell you that he's always been professional with me. He's uh, I used to, as you guys know, I used to a, a local sports talk show, and he would always give me grief and say, "Why aren't you talking more Michigan football?" You know, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. he, he always knows something about who he's talking to. He's always prepared. Um, and maybe that's something that the people don't like. You know, maybe they don't like that this kid seems to have all the answers. Right. You know, maybe that's part of it is that's the way they look at him. But I can tell you this without any question. This is great for the sport. It's not manufactured either. Oh. It's real. It's genuine. We've got a rivalry. We've got somebody that the fans don't like, uh, that the drivers don't like, a, a guy wearing the black hat, if you will, that's a championship-level driver. God bless Kyle Busch, okay? That guy is a phenomenal wheelman. This guy can't compete for a championship. Brad Keselowski can. Yeah, that's you know? almost scary. And, and that is it's great for the sport. On the flip side, you've got Jeff Gordon, who I mean, is, he might be in his 40s now with children. That guy is ready to, ready to throw down. He was so mad because he knows good and well he almost clinched a spot into the final race, you know, and he got that taken away from him. I don't have a problem with the way Kislowski no. drove, but he's upset about it. Then you got Kevin Harvick who's shoving Kislowski into the into the fray, if you will, 
I mean, that was which, crazy. Which made no sense until you heard Kevin's take on it. <laughs> which was what? Kevin was like, I was telling him, if you're going to race like that, that's fine. I have no problem with the way you race, Brad. But you need to be ready to fight like a man afterwards because you're not making any friends. But so, what, was, what was Brad doing to not be ready to fight like a man? He was he, standing right there. He wasn't no. walking away, was he? Uh, pretty much. Yes, he was. He was walking away? I don't away? know if he was walking away. He, 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 well, he, he, he was just taking his helmet but, off and getting undone and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Kevin's, Kevin's old school racer. Kevin's been in a lot of fights, and I'm not even talking NASCAR fights. I'm talking about Bakersfield, California fights. That is a zoo over there where he was racing. And he says, if you're going to race like that, fine. That's fine. Everybody's got their way. But. You, you make the decision when you race like that that you were going to anger everybody around you, so be willing to be a man and fight okay. the fight after the fight, uh, after the yeah, race. And so that. he was pushing him, and if you listen to the audio, which I don't think that audio was released, actually, but, uh, but um, PRN had it. And, yeah, and the audio, he's like, it. hey, go in there and fight. Fight. If you're going to do that, you've got to be willing to t- stand up to Jeff Gordon and fight him. I just didn't see him walking away, but if you, turn- say, if you say he was walking away, well, then that's fine. I just don't. I don't know if I. I don't know that I agree with somebody getting in someone else's problem. If the guy ruined Harvick's yeah. day, then fine. But well, he definitely was injecting himself into someone else's problem. Because did you notice him just kind of lurking in the background, <laughs> yeah. kind of watching? Those it? still pages leaning back. Here. Josh Jones has his phone out, documenting it for Instagram <laughs> and everything, and it's like then. But, but so yeah, Kevin was just an observer, and he decided that he was going to be the one to say, Brad. Do if you're gonna do the if you're gonna be this guy, yeah. stand up and and own it. Crazy stuff, man. And, and when Kevin owns that stuff, he's ready to fight after a race. He is. No, I'm. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Anything uh, Junior say on the plane back? Well, you know, I, I think we were just reading, trying to find well, up, put all the facts together that, and stuff. But and, do you remember when we were on the mule going out uh, of the track? I got the feeling that Junior was not uh, not, not in it. love with this. Yeah, I don't right. think he liked it. I don't think he did either, and I think he's probably conflicted because you have a teammate in Jeff Gordon. You had a lot of his Hendrick buddies that are in that thing, but you also got Brad Kozlowski, who uh, obviously is a friend of Dell's. And um, I, I got the feeling that Junior was not uh, enjoying yeah, that. And, yeah. and I'm going to tell you, it was much like Charlotte, where Junior got out of the car. There was a lot less media this time because we didn't break a shifter or do something crazy in this race. But we were walking back up into the hall, and, and sure enough, I'm the big screen, just like it was at Charlotte. You know, now this is the Texas Big Hoss. They start fighting, and I yell out again, they're fighting again! Mm-hmm. And, and so Junior stops, and now it's just like a drive-in movie theater where everybody in the garage is sitting there looking at the big screen watching this fight. And Junior never once went, oh, this is, man, this is crazy or anything. Yeah. I, I, I sensed that he was disturbed by it all. And then, you know, is it, is it kind of... He had time to sleep on it and whatever. I mean, you notice he didn't really bring it up much in his no, audio piece. And, and then, listen, I, I understand the reality uh, of the situation. I also know that people like Dale Jr. want a good, clean race, best man win. Let's yeah. not get any side circus act stuff. I, I understand that. But the reality is is that a lot of mainstream Americans in the last 10 to 15 years have gotten frustrated with how, in their minds, corporate the dri- some of the drivers have become. Okay? And – the last thing that Texas or Charlotte was is too corporate. It was old school, man. You're going to take me off the track. I'm going to knock your teeth out. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that were turned on to the sport because of that kind, those kind of characters, those kind of people that said, if you're going to race me like that, I'm going to meet you outside after it's over with, and we're going to settle this like boys. You know, so there's, there's that element of it as well, which I really enjoyed. 
I enjoy, yeah. and and I got to be honest with you, NASCAR wanted that to happen. They didn't try to manufacture it, but in the same respect, they wanted it to happen. That that's why they set up the format this way. Yeah, no, so getting, that nine they get what they want. Yeah. yeah. They would have this kind of finish I with think, the season uh, going on. I think one, like Mike said, though, I, I get the feeling that he doesn't like it that much because it's kind of turned into a, a circus deal. Like, okay, you, normally you wreck it, you, you fight after yeah. a wreck. We're talking about uh, uh, two guys kind of going for the same spot here, and there's a cut tire. It's not like he just went up there and turned him. We're talking about a cut tire. You know, he didn't go up there and wreck Jeff Gordon. So, but, TJ, you remember this? Remember at Bristol last year when we were racing with Jeff Gordon and and we made contact with him and it cut his tire down? Oh yeah. And do you remember how mad that 2014 oh, was yeah. at us? Yeah, it was. I, I, I say good. that to say this: these guys take it personal, even when it's not personal. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. They interpret it. If it ruins their day and they're racing hard and they invest their life and their heart and their soul in it, even things that are not personal or intentional, they interpret it that way. And yeah. that's just the way it is. It you got to give them time. It, well, I mean, it cost them 22 points, 23 right. points, something like that. I mean, think about that. Right. For the record, I will say this. I don't think anybody did anything wrong. And that's from Brad to even Jeff. And I'll even go so far as to say the teams. All right. With the exception of the guy on the number five team that just decided to come in and start swinging it for no reason, that I thought was ridiculous. But I think Brad was racing the way we, he's – this is a product of this format. And he's got to win just like Jeff has to win. And so he saw an opening. Whether anybody wants to admit it or not, there was a gap. For a split second. And Brad made that instinctive decision to try to fill that gap. And then they made contact. I don't think Brad did anything wrong. Equally – understanding the lens that Jeff looks at through. You I don't think he did response, anything wrong yeah. in his response. He was yeah. absolutely mad, and he had every right to be. And I think the teams even had a right to be mad at each other because this is everything's on the line right now. If I were a driver and junior, I'd probably be a little frustrated by the story. I just want to settle it on the track. If I were a fan of the sport, I'd say, man, this is great. Let me ask you guys this last thing before we move on. Mike, um, you were there in victory lane in, uh, in Talladega when, uh, when Dale Jr., said something he shouldn't have on network television right. as the leader of the point standings. Right. Now, I understand it's cable television, but come on. I mean, right. it's television. Right. Should Jeff Gordon be fined, or should he lose any points for what he said? Absolutely not. I thought it was bogus back when they did it to Dale Jr., and that was, as you said, on, on network TV. I thought it was ridiculous. If he goes into a cussing rant and all that stuff, yeah. I, I mean, personally, and I know I'm not objective on this, I thought of the network should have taken some responsibility back in 2004 for not bleeping it out because they're on a delay. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think Jeff should be docked at all. That, I, don't ever penalize out? somebody for no. raw emotion. No, they didn't bleep it don't, out. No. Don't penalize somebody for raw emotion. And I, I completely agree with what you said. Uh, there are sports, especially the NBA, uh, I think the NFL, and I know uh, Major League Baseball, that are on 10-second delays, and you all of a sudden lose the audio for a second or two. Well, that's because an F-bomb was just that's dropped. That's right. You know, yeah. so – you I don't know, think he NASCAR should be penalized, should do the same man. Thing. I don't think he should be penalized. I mean, there, if there's one thing about the penalties, man, there's not much consistency in the penalties, so yeah. I don't think he should. But that's a good point. Who, who will Like, by the time people listen to this podcast, it'll be Tuesday, and there may actually be penalties out. We're recording this on Monday. Well, and uh, NASCAR already said it should be a busy week. You know, I mean, they were already kind of making money. What, ten grand for an arm grab? You know, Matt didn't get nothing for a tackle, so – I hope they don't. I really hope. I don't. Again, I man. think there are a couple people in that that 
you know, it's justified. And, again, like, th there's no reason why that pit crew member on the number five team should have been over there swinging. And I'll, I, I'll stand on that. I don't I, think I, crew yeah. guys should fight drivers. I don't think that's a fair. I think if you're going to let the drivers fight, let the drivers fight. Yeah. You don't need you don't need the jack man holding this guy up and letting this guy hit huge. him. That's what I'm saying. If you're if you're the drivers like horse jockeys, the drivers going to go in there and pick the fight. Let the drivers fight. Don't come in there like a madman. Well, man. that's that's my that, that's kind of my thought on the Harvick thing. Is let the people that had an issue with each trouble with yeah. each other settle it. You want to fight? You want to fight the other jack man? Fight the other jack man. You don't right. come out there and let the let the drivers that. fight. If you're going to pick a fight, yeah. Let them fight. Don't go in there and I mean I, that that to me, if they're gonna fight, man, Phoenix just, is gonna be nuts, boys. Oh, Phoenix nuts. is gonna be nuts. I almost want to drop Junior off at the car and then go to the closest bar and, and just, just watch it there and just watch it. Yeah, I, I mean that would be so much fun. I uh, it's gonna be well, nuts. Jeff's you got know, a good record of cleaning people out there. He, I mean, he knows yeah, how to do it. Last Clint, year, wasn't Clint, it? <laughs> when he got Clint, you know, I was thinking two about years this. ago. I, I got to go do the uh, UCLA Washington football game this weekend. I'll be back home to watch the racing time. But my layover on the way back is Phoenix. I might just stop by and, and head to the bar with you and, that, and watch this thing. This is going to be nuts because you think about it. Two guys that are really good at Phoenix, Kevin Harvick. Jeff was really and fast Brad there. Kislowski, Jeff was fast and Jeff, fast. Yeah, and Jeff Gordon. I mean, those all the guys that need the win are really good at Phoenix. And Junior, I think, will be in the mix. because of maybe, I think we'll be right there. Yeah. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you, because I don't think you oh. and I talked about this after the race, but – there was a point that Dale Jr. brought up during the race, and this was about Kozlowski, not about fights, but about tires. Brad actually yeah. stayed out there on old tires, and I'm sorry. Oh, you've got the audio on that. Amanda's uh, motioning it to us. Uh, but, yeah, he stayed out there, went to the lead, and kept the lead for a while, stayed up front. And then, then after that, NASCAR decided they were going to let all the other teams have a free set of tires or first come, yeah. first serve, which created this madhouse dash to the Goodyear store. But it was just funny because <laughs> Junior's like, man, if I'm Brad and I just, you know, saved a set of tires. Let's play that because Amanda's put that in red font on the show sheet. So let's play it. <laughs> show sheet. wonder why they give us that extra set of tires. Why, did they? Yeah. I guess because they didn't want to come down to a tire choice. Why not? They give us plenty of damn tires. Man, if we ain't managing it, don't mess our damn deal. Yeah. Well, I love when they give us tires. I don't like to manage them, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. I mean, everybody has the same, so the two is really the one that got. He stayed out safe with that, and everybody got another set anyway. Right. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, not that I'm pulling for his ass or anything, but, <laughs> I, you know, that's part of the reason. That's strategy <laughs> I don't, you know, I thought that was interesting. I've seen him do it before, though, but. You know, if you get a damn game, you know, if you get an advantage, like, give it back to the field. That's it. Uh, I, by the way, earlier, I do like, excuse my language, but damn. I yeah. like that. That was. <laughs> yeah, follow it up with, it, a, with a damn. Uh, uh, that's it. What did you guys think of that, that I, extra set? I, I think if I was Brad Kozlowski's team, I'd probably be pretty upset about that. I don't think we you. needed it. We all had about, the, we all had almost the same amount of tires left anyway, so we, it, but there were teams, including us, that there were, were gluing a couple, up, gluing yeah, up some scuffs. scuffs yeah. and, and it affected some teams because they didn't let the glue set. And when they did a pit stop, lug the 22. The Lugano. 22, that's right. It killed his pit stop. Mm. Uh, yeah. And so I like uh, the idea of having a little more strategy involved, you know, rather than, oh, cautions out, we ran five laps, pit. 
Yeah, personally, I do too. I mean, yeah, that's what I, I love seeing that field. at the end. But. It's going to split the field at some point because you're going to be like, wow, do I save a set this time? Heck, we're back there. Let's come get them now and go back up through and maybe the caution won't come back out. You know what I mean? Well, I like me, that. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing the uh, mad sprint with the tire carts. <laughs> yeah, the uh, tire guys. The tire guys, uh, you know, that was because you had a couple that started walking. But then you'd have, you know, dude come around on the outside and he was jogging. And then people realized it was a race. Yeah. And so they, they started all out sprint. I could see all of it. was awesome. I should have videoed it, man. Crazy, it was crazy awesome. times at Texas Motor Speedway. Did you it see was. the Phoenix Raceway guy uh, right after the race? Like 30 seconds after oh, yeah. the fight, he, he tweeted out, for tickets, <laughs> please call. <laughs> such and such. Did you see the Texas advertisement last night? The, 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 the That's right. Season tickets are going on sale already. Oh, they already had it up. We mentioned at the top of the show, Spy's got an exclusive deal for Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. It includes the Dirty Mo' McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies in their discount code Dirty Mo' Radio. All one word. At <laughs> checkout. And <laughs> I lost my place. And receive 20% off your purchase with only a couple weeks left in the season. Time is running out to take advantage of this fantastic deal. Do not miss it. Amanda, we don't have. Do we have reaction theater this week? Did anybody call in? I just decided to cancel it this week. Are you guys oh. good with that? No, no. <laughs> All right, the part everybody, including Junior, has been waiting for. Here we go. Okay, a few things to say here about the race. Number one, um, Kislowski had a hole and he went for it. He has a champion championship to win as well. Um, Gordon left an entire cars with there, and then he closed it up, didn't hold his line. So that's racing, and that's on Gordon. Number two, if you have a problem with it, dressing like a man afterwards in the garage or whatever. Uh, face-to-face, rather than grab the collar on his fire suit as he's turning away like a little and then have the rest of your team come and mug him from behind and have, like, it's basically 10-on-1. And then third, uh, Kevin Harvick, you're a too, um, (laughs) pushing Brad in the back for something that you were not involved in and then backing away like a little Um, So really, all in all, I don't like Kislowski, but uh, tonight I don't think he did anything wrong, and I think you're dealing with two prima donnas in uh, Gordon and Harvick. So that's how I feel about it, and I'm sure there's a lot of others that feel the same way. Good sixth-place finish for Junior. Um, other than that, glad to see Gordon cut the tire because he's honestly just a little <laughs> You should open up more. You know, <laughs> how does he how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good call. I, I don't agree with everything, but honestly, I, I'm not going to fault anybody for that, having that opinion because yeah. I know there's many that have it. I, I think I, I will say this about Kevin, and you guys will probably even disagree with me here. I'm not so sure he wasn't actually more involved. I mean, he was racing right there with them. He was behind them. He was racing hard for that entire race. I, well, he maybe did, he did he have an incident with Kozlowski. He didn't have a pro- – if he had a problem with Brad, then he should have faced Brad, in my opinion, like a man, not push Brad into another man. Right. Okay? I mean, well, I, I just – that's I just not – I personally don't like that. I'm okay with Kevin getting involved in there a little bit. But, I mean, I, I don't know if – you know, I don't know. It adds, it adds to the show some, but, yeah. I mean. Well, when the Dolphins play the Bills, if you and I have a problem with each other and Mike pushes you into me, I'm going <laughs> to say, Mike, come on, man. Yeah. Leave us alone. We'll, we'll take care of our own business. The only, the only part I don't like, I'm okay with them doing that. If they, you know, if, if they're going to fight, they're going to fight. But if don't. Don't push me into you and let some other Bills fan hit you. you know I, what I mean? that's I, what, yeah. I'm not cool with that. That's I, what I'm saying. I yeah. doubt, exactly what I'm saying. I doubt Kevin realized that there, that he was actually the one that would flinch to cause the ruckus. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, it's as we know now in hindsight, 
It was like everybody <laughs> yeah. was standing there with a gun, and everybody had the bullet in the chamber, and every, you just needed somebody to flinch, the only and he thing, was the one that did it. The only thing I did like about that was the Harvicking that came out of it. Well, yeah, you asked about what funny. Junior thought. Now, Junior absolutely was all about the Harvicking part, uh, the hashtag Harvicking <laughs> that this was, morning. That was hilarious. I right. think that's funny. Who's next? I know there's been a ton of focus on the pit road brawl, but, man, it got overshadowed. But seeing Junior get on it after them restarts, I mean, four wide, running the high line, even though Jamie blocked him all the way down the dead burn apron on the backstretch, I mean, still solid sixth-place finish. I, I'm loving it. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It put her it up a against the wall. Machine. Yeah, it was awesome. Outside row, man, I knew where Rue was going whenever we were talking about it a little bit with Stevie and – He's like, where are we at? I'm like, six. And I knew exactly what Junior was thinking. We wanted the outside row because he was just going to put her against the wall and see where we ended up. Restarting the machine, Mike. Yeah, I've been saying it for years. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I take credit for it. The guy's going to lap the field at road courses next. Who's next? <laughs> Holy <laughs> I was going to call about uh, mixed emotions for this day, but I'm looking at uh, Jeff Golden fixing the kick the out of BK. Anywho, um, yeah, it is mixed emotion day. Um, glad at the 48 and 88. Uh, had top six finish, but I'm thinking the days of those side skirts are uh, are coming to an end pretty soon. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, I'm hanging up. No beers. I've got a story for you, speaking of side skirts, and you don't even know this, TJ. Before the race on Pitt Road, it was a lot of people, and, you know, we're sitting there, we're ushering in, meeting greets, we're doing this stuff, and I'm sort of back there near the rear quarter panel of the car. And Jake Backer, who works at Hendrick Motorsports, is back there as well. Jake comes up to me and goes, I've just been kicked off pit road. And I said, why? And then he had a NASCAR official right behind him. And he goes, and you too. And he says, yelling at me now. And I'm like, excuse me, I'm with the team here. He goes, yeah, you're the one that makes us the most nervous. And so he's like, he's telling us you to leave. You got kicked off for pit road? And so, I, and so we, I actually started laughing at him because I thought it was a joke. But You got kicked off pit road. So, hold on. So, he's telling us to get out. And and. Taylor, we were standing there, you know, and just, you know, helping. Actually, we were keeping fans back because Junior was trying to do some meet and greets and sure. talk to Stevie. So, actually, so we actually walked towards the front of the car, and we got, and I think we sort of blended in with the mass and masses of the people, and then the guy went on. And I said, what was that all about? And why am I the one that makes him nervous all of a sudden? What did I do? And I said, Stevie, what is the deal? You know, did you see that? And he goes, I think they're trying to monitor people from messing with their side skirts. They are. In the rear quarter panels. Yep. Uh, and they think that you oh. hmm. are back here messing with the rear quarter panel. Mm. Thinking maybe they're not looking for somebody in uniform at that point. That's right. Yeah, like I'm back here doing meet and greet Remember stuff, and maybe I go down there and give it a tug or something. 20 car got sent to the back because of an adjustment on pit road right before the race because a guy was back there and might have, you know, Dropped his knee into the quarter panel a little bit. And if you're going to Phoenix or Homestead, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to pay close attention to Mike Davis and see if he <laughs> messes with any side skirts. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. I, I, it never would have even crossed my mind. I, I had no clue what he was talking about. When you think messing with side skirts, you think Mike Davis. <laughs> He's going to be out there siphoning our gas next, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's all that fluid that Mike Davis is carrying? Oh, that is <laughs> <laughs> that is tremendous. <laughs> Mike Davis is carrying an extra set of tires. To You're the it. one that makes us Mike nervous. Side what? skirt king. Side skirt king, Mike Davis. That is hysterical. Maybe JM360 caught up to me finally. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Let's go to the next one.
really proud of the effort by Junior to get back to six after falling the 15th there late in the race. The old number eight ten still has some fight left in her. Speaking of fights, this stuff that's in the post race is getting pretty old already. I just wish the crews would let the drivers handle it, and maybe these guys, if they actually had to fight every now and then, would think about what they're doing out there on the track. But uh, I'm going to start a Boyd McDonald's uh, boycott McDonald's campaign with that cheap move that McMurray pulled on Junior down the back stretch there on the last lap. Got zero beers, but three Mountain Dews and three Sun Drops. Hell yeah. Yeah, Sun Drops. Yeah. If I had three Mountain Dews and three Sun Drops, I wouldn't need a car yeah, to compete no, against those no. guys. He's yeah, about 700 calories, yeah, too. Right. <laughs> be jumping off the wall right now. He loves the citrus drinks. Yeah, he's neat, yeah. But he's not going to McDonald's. No. Yeah. Hey, I, I will say this about McMurray. I did have a problem with what McMurray did. Not because, I mean, I get it, it was the last lap, but it was for fifth. Yeah. You know, he really, he really made too. a decision to, to, I could possibly wreck us both. For fifth? I was worried about my PRN buddies getting hit. I mean, my God, he was all the way down in pit road almost. Not for a win, but for fifth. I mean, I kind of – I expected it to happen like that. I mean, I did. They're all – McMurray's not the only one that would have done that. I mean, I don't think Dale Jr. would have ran him all the way down there like that, but that's just how some people are. I mean, I I would expect McMurray to do that like that and just take a chance with it. I mean, McMurray's not one to try to rack up consistent finishes. He's pretty much – Going at it, going for it, you know. He's had a good chase, by the way. I mean, the last he's done good, five, yeah. six races, uh, the one car has been yeah, and very, very competitive. Forty-two All right. as well, that's for sure. Who's next? Wow, what an end of a race! Let me tell you, if uh, NASCAR doesn't find Jeff Gordon for saying shit on TV, they owe Dale Jr. the 2004 championship. Also, hey, go potty. Also, that's my kid saying he had to go potty. I got to tell him. <laughs> also, you know, I know the Little, feeling. Give her crap. She is one badass. You know, Mike Davis, that was you in the middle of that. You'd be crouching down, hiding like a little girl. Dale, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Jamie Little is ready to throw down. If Mike Davis was in there, would have been hiding like a little girl. If Jamie Little was as mad as she looked on TV, I would be hiding like a little girl. Well, let's be be careful with the little girl comments for a couple of reasons. First of all, the women out there were ready to – they weren't scared at all. Okay, first of all. Secondly, now I know this is a different format. We can say what we want here. Uh, but did you see what happened to the PGA of America president when he called somebody a little girl? He got impeached with a month left on his uh, tenure. Got impeached last week. Uh, Fired okay. Okay, for calling somebody a little girl. Amanda, we're going to need you to edit out that part I said little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? If anybody, if Mike were to be anybody within that fight, I figured he'd have been Harvick. Put, oh, he would have pushed him in yeah. there? Yeah. That would have been Mike's role. I think Mike fight. would have been right in the, I think <laughs> that, Mike that, would have been that, in the middle. Mike, no, no. Well, there's one difference. Mike would have been pushing and then video. Yeah, I think Mike <laughs> would have got video going. I think Hold he on, gets hit. Don't go yet. Hold on. Let me put. Yeah, okay, well, here. I hit yeah. the red yeah. button. I think he gets hit by a punch that's not aimed for him, but somebody else, and he takes it. That's <laughs> I'm it. That's surprised that it didn't happen when you were representing Jimmy Spencer. It did, did happen. You did get hit. I got hit in an autograph See? session. <laughs> I got an autograph session at an autograph session at Shangri La Speedway. New York, and that's right. Yeah. Uh, I've, ra- I've raced there, <laughs> and and uh, I cut off. Maybe the line. it was you that punched yeah. it. I cut off a line like we do at autograph sessions, you know. So, yeah. and and old man didn't like it. He was there with his. <laughs> hey, he was there with two. He was there with his two girls, and they had to have been like five years old and three. And he a, punched you in the face, Dad of the Year. Second of all, a Jimmy Spencer fan. <laughs> <laughs> punched you in the face because yeah. you cut the line off. What was How your reaction was to this? It was a line? First Honestly, of all. <laughs> do you want to know what my reaction was? 
I couldn't believe it. Like I thought, oh man, you're so done because Jimmy's about to whoop you. But then I look up and everybody's laughing, and I even thought it was actually kind of funny. Like, what kind of overreaction is that? I mean, like, just talk it out, man. I'd probably let you slide on in. I mean, That's not true. I've seen him get mad at stuff like that. A guy took a, a guy took a hat off and said, "At Michigan, I'll, I'll hold like my it. beer, little three-year-old girl." Right. Like Pop! 2008, a guy took a hat off his head and he went off on the guy. And Junior told him, "Hey, you should go ahead and take that one. He's got four of them." So the guy's like, "Yeah, you tell Mike the story, Ron. Let me tell you. I got to tell you what happened. We were at Michigan. Do you remember? Dude was the nicest guy ever, too. Do you remember it? The, the uh, year where Dale Jr. drove, it was kind of like a cream-colored Budweiser car that was old school and retro, and it was painted like Ralph Earnhardt's car. Yeah, red with, 8 on it. With the red 8 on it. Yes. Uh, you remember that. We had these retro Budweiser hats just for that weekend, and, and it was really cool looking. And we only had one each, and so I was wearing mine. <laughs> and, um, and as I had been all day, and we're outside the track, and we're leaving the speedway, and this guy's like, hey, man, let me get your hat. He wasn't and drunk. I, he was hammered, <laughs> hammered, and 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 uh, Junior's like, "Back off, dude! It's his hat. Leave him alone." And he goes, "No, man, I want his hat. I want his hat." And then, and I'm like, "Really, dude? Back away!" And and Junior's telling him back away, and then Junior's like, "But he does have three more right in his bag." And then when he said <sighs> that, the dude just takes <laughs> and he and he reaches up and he takes my hat off my head. I, that's never happened to me. I didn't know how I would react at that, that moment. Is that Harvicking? I saw red. Was that yeah. Harvicking kind of? I, no. I <laughs> saw red. I, I lost it. I went after that guy. They were they were pulling me back. He Did just, you get your hat back? Yeah. I got my hat back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest. I, I can't was, get over the autograph session, man. That's, I know. That's, Jimmy. That, that's a pop. Yeah. <laughs> no more autographs. Hold my beer, little boy. Bam. It was wow. a girl. Who's next? Just want to say I'm proud of Dale Jr., Steve Wattart, and 8018 for fighting through and getting a good solid finish for the race car that uh, didn't have the speed to run with the front leaders. But I also want to take a minute to say I'm damn proud to also be a Brad Kozowski fan, and I'm damn proud of everything he's accomplished. And I'm so sick and damn tired of of Kenseth, Hamlin, Gordon, and Kevin Harvick, and they, they say you do, they, they can wreck people hard, wreck people, but when, when they get raced hard, they get wrecked back, they can't take it. it, it, it they're, the big, they're the four biggest hypocrites in this world, and I'm sick and damn tired of all four of them. If I was Dale Jr., I, I would take Kevin Harvick's ass out of the five car next year, because who the hell runs up behind somebody, pushes them into a fight, and then runs off like a little that he is. I'm sorry, but it, 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 that's how I feel about Kevin Harvick. And, and Gordon, he's a dick. I mean, I love anybody, this. This and even great. Gordon, and even Harvick would have done what Brad Kozowski did, taking that hole, going through the middle to try to win the race. They're just four big hypocrites. Wow, that's yeah. all we got, huh? Yeah, yeah, that cut off a little bit there. <sighs> Man, he's tired of people. Everybody that's giving – I just want to say I'm a Brad Keselowski fan. I'm tired of Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Brad Kis- uh, Kyle Bush, Jamie yeah. McMurray. Bobby, Gib- Sammy. Gibbs Racing. Tommy. David uh, Gillen, Kirk, Tommy Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, Shelmerdine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Kyle Mee. Larson. Jim. Larson's grandfather. <laughs> Harry <Kurt> Gash. <laughs> Dick Trickle. Yeah, everybody. We just started listing all the people that have <laughs> been fighting for Brad this year. Rowdy, that Rowdy Burns. That <laughs> Cole <laughs> Trickle. <laughs> hate but, him. But Buddy I'm going to tell you something. I love that guy. I love this call. That was a great call right yeah. there. Let it go, man. Let it loose. Yeah, and breathe between That's drivers. It. Breathe between drivers. Keep <laughs> calling back.
I miss Kirk Shelmerdine. All right, hey, who's dude. next? Yeah, I just want to say I'm proud of my boy. Did a good job. Out of what McMurray's ass, though. That was kind of bull****, but I'm happy with it. But uh, just in case some of y'all was wondering what was said that the microphones didn't pick up between Brad and Jeff, I got it right here. Let's take a listen to this. I think this is Jeff right here. Yeah, I gave it to him because it was a little creative, you know? It, it was, was creative. It was creative. There's thought in it. Yeah. I, I can appreciate thought. Boyer was going through tool chests to get to, uh, who was it, to, to Gordon? Je- yeah. yeah, he ran a marathon, like a 5K yeah. to get that there. That was in Phoenix, was it not? It sure was. Yeah. Where are we going next week? And then three years ago, on the track, Burton and Gordon were going. Yeah, on the backstretch there. On the backstretch. And, yeah, I think you're going to Phoenix next. Wonder if anything will happen there. I just noticed you pointed out a lot of fights that Gordon's been in. That's We've been right. talking about Keselowski right. this whole time. There's but. a theme that's continuing yeah. on here. All right, last one. The stars at night make motherfuckers want to fight deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> I tell you what, man, I feel really bad that during the 90s I called Jeff Gordon soft and made fun of his little rainbow warrior thing. That son of is 100% grown man. Attaboy, kick his ass, T-Bass. That's <laughs> Texas for you. Hell yeah. Was that Nato? It was. Yeah, it was Did you yeah. notice that he was on the uh, ESPN the Magazine Instagram yeah. account? It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome picture. Yeah, yeah, it was a good picture, too. Yeah. Yeah. He was down on uh, Pit Road. He was all over the place all weekend. I thought the race was great, man. It had some hard racing, guys going for it. Minus, minus the crew guys I going did crazy. Too. Hey, I, I mean, listen, I just love that. Everybody's so fired up. I mean, that's yeah, good for yeah. the sport. You know, as long as it's not manufactured and it's real and it's genuine, which Lord knows it was, man, I think it's good to have for, for the sport. Uh, I would have liked kind to see emotion. the drivers go, though. I would have liked to have seen that. The sport was founded on that kind of emotion, yeah. you know, and that and that's why uh, I think it's good to see it. Chances are you're going to see it again in Phoenix. Coming up this weekend, Pahonix. All right, uh, Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message, and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. That's 855-740-1902. And, again, we only have two editions of Reaction Theater left this season. Wednesday, Casey Kane's mom, Tammy, Drops to buy to visit with Kelly on Fast Lane Family, presented by Charlie's Soap. All right, take it easy, TJ. She's so hot. Friday, take <laughs> a look behind the scenes at Junior Motorsports <laughs> Is she? with JRM360, yeah. the podcast. And on Mondays, we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports <laughs> Nationwide and Late Model Teams and Dale Sprint Cup Series run on the Monday recap presented by Spy with Miss Amanda Troutman. When are you getting hitched, by the way? December 20th. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Really? In a Yeah. Are you gonna have like a really inside a church or like on a in a field like in uh, a, it's at a winery in a winery okay but there's a chapel on property so yeah. I guess it's kind of in a church so there's no NASCAR honeymoon theme. no honeymoon anywhere uh, during Christmas or later later probably first off off weekend we got Junior knows a good camping place yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's got a he's he, got Wi Fi. Got a camper with Wi-Fi and satellite ready. Yeah, you think he'll let us borrow the Airstream? Yeah, maybe. Hey, <laughs> so uh, how are we going to pronounce your name after December? Wolfmeyer. 
Amanda Wolfmeyer, do you think that does? Uh, How do you feel about that? To. Yeah, yeah we like it up. How about a hyphenation? Yeah. <laughs> Wolfie. <laughs> feel like the longest name on earth. Troutman. A Wolf. Yeah. A Wolf. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there. White flag. With Junior away on a camping vacation, there's not much on the calendar this week, but there's plenty to tell you about. Junior's auctioning off his racing gloves as he does each week. You can bid on them on the Dale Junior Foundation eBay site. Plus, Dale Jr. tweets about this every week, so there's plenty of ways to get to the site to place your bid. And just so you know, the auction for the Martinsville Wind Gloves are about to end, so go to eBay and check that out. Also, as we told you last week, Goodies is wanting to send you to race weekends at Martinsville and Texas next year. Now, if they're anything like Martinsville and Texas this year, those are probably going to be the tickets you want to have. But anyways, go to fastest88.com and take a stab at the Dale Jr. Trivia Contest. And if you're right and you're accurate, you can win prizes. You can go to Martinsville and or Texas. There you go. Good stuff on Martinsville also that Junior was uh, texting about, uh, or tweeting about, rather, saying someone bids 15 k on his Martinsville Speedway gloves. He'll match it on the donation side. Wow. So that's uh, that's pretty cool for breast cancer awareness. Wow. So that's cool. And, and it's up to like 11800 last I checked, which was yesterday. Junior said right before he got wow. into the car, Good. he said to make sure we retweet these gloves things because this is a big deal to him because he's giving it to cancer research. Yep, there it is. If someone bids 15000 on Martinsville Speedway gloves, I'll match it on the donation side. There you go. Which I don't know, for those that don't know, um, they're pretty close to that too because Amy's mother has been battling breast cancer. So it's, right. a, it's a big cause close to both of them. So we move on here. Do you know what would make the perfect Christmas present, Taylor? Mm, you getting a lifetime supply of crystal. Oh, that would be so awesome. Uh, that's a good guess, but it's not right. Dale Yed Dirty Mo Radio T-shirts or the men's and women's Dale Yed Dirty Mo Radio three-quarter sleeve baseball shirts or the Dale Yed Dirty Mo Radio koozies or the soon-to-be-here Dale Yed Dirty Mo Radio hats or all of them or a door bumper clear shirt. Right, TJ? Ooh, all one word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to shopjuniornation.com. Or visit the Junior Nation retail store here at Junior Motorsports or pick them up at the local trackside rig. Oh, and I forgot, there's also Dirty Mo Radio die-cast cars that Alex Bowman drove that you can go to LionelRacing.com and get those. So, Hell yeah. Um, all kinds of good stuff for Christmas presents. You know, thank me later. All right. On Thursday, Dale will return from his camping trip, hopefully, in time to head to New Mexico for a National Guard High School appearance. On Friday, he'll be at Phoenix International Raceway for the weekend. Hopefully on Saturday, he'll be celebrating a Nationwide Series championship as Chase Elliott can clinch Ooh, this weekend. How about that? He currently has a 48-point lead on Regan Smith. So, what's wrong, TJ? He wants I, Regan Smith yeah, to, want to come he out wants, of Homestead. Yeah, he wants Regan Smith to win this week. I, I do so that for that car. So that both I, of those guys have a shot at Homestead. Yeah, you want to kick me? Yeah, sort of. Here, let me push you into yeah. it, son. <laughs> push him into me. Push him into me, Taylor. Yeah. Hurry up. Harvey King. <laughs> you Harvey King. Yeah. Uh, I just want Junior Motorsports to win a championship is all. However it needs to I happen. Do, I, I want uh, Regan Smith to win this weekend. All right. Yeah, TJ, too. can I get a shirt, please? Never mind. All right. Yeah. On Sunday, the Quicken Loans Race for Heroes 500 will start at 3 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Phoenix time. It'll be televised on ESPN. And, oh, the possibilities mm. for that race. Oh, yeah. Oh, that a, will be fun. Appointment television. Hopefully uh, you guys are in victory lane while everybody else is beating the crap out of each other. Right. All right. Uh, should be fun on uh, Sunday evening. 
Miss Amanda Troutman, thank you as always. Soon to be Wolfmeyer. Yes, right. Wolf. Worth a hyphen in Call there, maybe. We'll TJ Majors, <laughs> Mike Davis, Dale Earnhardt Jr., everybody that called in, reaction. Kozlowski, yeah, yeah. Gordon, yeah. Hamlin. Crew, crew people, don't forget Harvick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm Taylor Sarser. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Another great edition of the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Thank you all for tuning in. And I know the show is over, Mike, um, but is there a reason you're thumbing through a magazine right now? If you get the November issue of NASCAR Illustrated, I just saw this. It's got Chase Elliott on the cover. If you open it up to page 44, that starts the NASCAR Illustrated Holiday Gift Guide. And Amanda, take a look right here. What is on page 44, big color photo, what is it suggesting? Spy Optic Dale Jr. 88 Collection. That's right, because that's what's up for this Christmas. you got to buy them. And if you do it now, what can you utilize, Amanda? You can utilize our discount code. Dirty Mo Radio. All one word, 20% off.